Well, go ahead today and click that share button, all of you joining online, and hit the subscribe button on YouTube, and let's dive into God's Word. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 24 is our theme verse for this series. It says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. So understand, God wants you to run to win in life. He doesn't want you to run to lose or to run to barely get by or run just to barely make it. God wants you to run to win. So here's my goal for this series. I want to help to teach and to equip you to run to win in life. I believe this with all of my heart. You can win. No matter what you're facing in life, no matter the dilemma, the challenge, you can win. And I want to teach you in this series how to win in your thinking, how to win in your habits, how to win in your relationships, how to win in your money, how to win in your career, how to, how to win at school, how to, how to win with your relationship with God. I want to teach you how to win. And today I want to talk to you about winning in your relationships. You know, growing up, uh, there was this game. Some of you didn't even know the name of the game, but you played it. And it was called Kill the Carrier. Yeah, that was the game. And here's how the game went. One person would get the ball, and they would take off running to go score in the end zone. And, and, and everybody else, it'd be like 10 other people playing the game. But the other people... Their objective was to tackle the one person with the ball. So it was one against 10. And so that person would take off trying to score, and then the other 10 people would end up tackling that person. And you know how kids are. Then they would dog pile on top of the person. And you know how it is. Then the next kid, that kid would drop the ball when they got tackled, and somebody else pick up the ball. And then all the 10 people would, they, they trying to go score, and all the 10 people would then catch them and tackle them, and then they would, they, they would dog pile on, on that person. They would drop the ball. And, you know, all the kids back in my day, they, they were all getting caught, but come on, fleet-footed Cooper. This college athlete. Oh, yeah. Y- y'all don't want none of this. Uh, and, and that game was so interesting for kids because it was one kid against everybody else. And some of you are running the race of life and you're playing your own version of Kill the Carrier. Because you're running through life and you're trying to win all by yourself. You're running through life and you're trying to win with your relationship with God and you want to grow closer to God all by yourself, but life keeps tackling you. You're, you're, try, you're trying to win over a bad habit. You're, you're trying to win and, and, and help a broken relationship get mended, but you're trying to do it all by yourself and life keeps tackling you. Some of you, you're trying to win when it comes to overcoming anxiety and overcoming worry and mental health and depression, and you're trying to do it all by yourself and life keeps tackling you. Some of you are trying to win over an addiction. You're trying to win over something over that's grabbed your life and gripped your life. It's controlling your life and you're trying to do it all by yourself and yet life keeps tackling you. And the Bible says this in Ecclesiastes chapter number four and verse number 12. 
the one may be overpowered. One may be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Church, you can't win all by yourself. You will end up overpowered all by yourself. When you try to run the race of life all by yourself in isolation, life will tackle you. Problems will tackle you. Temptations will tackle you. Disappointment will tackle you. Listen, church family, don't try to pick up the ball of life and to try to run and win all by yourself. You'll end up overpowered. And then some of you, your version of kill the carrier right now as you're running through life is you have some friends. You've got some, some homies. You've got some people you hang with. But the problem is you're running the game of life and they keep tackling you. And they're dogpiling on top of you. You see, having the wrong friends is just as dangerous as having no friends. The scripture says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, there are friends who destroy each other. There are friends that play kill the carrier. And kill the carrier is such a fun and cute game as a little kid. But it's a horrible game to play for life. And some of you have some friends they hope you stay addicted and high so you all will keep hanging out together. They hope you keep clubbing and partying because they like your company. Some of you don't even realize it, but their negativity, your friends, their lying, their lack of integrity, their greed, their bad habits, their bad business practices, their bad spending habits, their anger problem is, is, is tackling your life. A lot of people are not aware of it. It, go, it goes right over their head. But some of you are not winning in life because of the friends you're running with. And they keep tackling you and dogpiling on top of you. Church, to win in life, to win the race of life, you have to remove the wrong friends and you have to select the right friends. The Bible says this in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26. You ought to go home and memorize this verse this week. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. To win in 2022, you must choose. Come on, everybody shout, choose. You must choose your friends carefully. You got to choose your relationships carefully. Listen, it won't happen by accident. You won't just just drift into the right relationships. It's intentional. You, you, You get to choose if you're going to win in 2022 because God's given you the ability to choose your friends. And here's what I want to do today. I really want to help us. I want to show you what winning friendships look like. I've come to understand that a lot of people, a lot of people, I'm talking about grown folk, older folk, don't know what winning relationships look like. A lot of people don't even know what it looks like to be a winning 
friend. You don't have to look far to see jacked up, messed up friendships. And I want to teach us today because it's a critical, critical aspect of winning in life. And that is choosing the right winning friends. Let me give you three qualities of a winning friend. As I give you these three qualities, I'm I'm teaching you what to look for for a winning friend, but I'm also teaching you what you need to be to be a winning friend. Let's look at the story here in Mark chapter 2 in verse number 2 about this paralyzed man as we dive into the three qualities. It says, soon the house where he was staying was so packed, talking about Jesus with visitors, that there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. And because four friends brought this paralyzed man to Jesus, in verse 11 and 12, it says Jesus healed this man. This man's life was changed because of four friends. The first quality is this, winning friends help you through challenges. They help you through challenges. And this paralyzed man had a serious challenge. He was so paralyzed that he could not walk. He had to be carried on a mat that his friends had heard about Jesus and his healing power and his transforming power. And they decided, let's take our friend to Jesus. And so they helped their friend with a challenge he was facing in life. And they got to the house where Jesus was. But when they got there, there were some more challenges. And and the Bible says the house was but how many of you are grateful for friends who don't give up on you when you go through some challenges? And, and they decided, we're going to climb the house and get the man on the roof. And that sounds all cute, but you go try to climb a house today. It's hard enough by yourself, let alone with the paralyzed man. And here they are with the challenge of trying to get the man, grab his leg, push him. You push his bottom and grab his arm and lift him up. Come on, man, push your heart. You got to help. Get, get, him, get him on up here. And they get him on top of the roof. And, and then they have another challenge. They got to dig a hole in the roof. And, and then when they dig a hole in the roof, they got to figure out, we got to get this paralyzed man down to Jesus. We got another challenge, but we're not going to give up. Come on, we can't drop him, but we got to get him down to Jesus. And they're lowering the man down to Jesus. And everybody in the crowd is saying, what are you doing? Man, you got debris falling on us. Stop all of that. Are you crazy? Jesus is teaching, but they don't stop. They just keep lowering the man, and the owner of the home leaves out the kitchen, preparing all the cookies in the kitchen, and gets back in the living room, and they see the roof of their house destroyed. Oh, snap. I'm calling the police now. I'm calling the insurance company now. My brother, you are in a lawsuit. All five of y'all, I'm calling my lawyer now. Challenges. But what I love about these four men is they stuck with their friend through all of the challenges. They were committed because challenging times 
will always reveal your true friends. The wrong friends are like shadows. They follow you in the sun, but leave you in the dark. Winning friends don't leave you during challenging seasons. That's one of the major qualities of a winning friend. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, verse 24, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Winning friends stick with you. They don't leave you. When an area of your life is paralyzed, they stick by your side. When your spouse leaves you, they stick with you. When your children are struggling, they stick with you. When you lose your job or you're failing the class in school, they stick with you. When you make some big mistakes or you're depressed or you get a horrible doctor's report or a loved one dies, they stick with you. Listen, Winning friends, one of the greatest qualities that they have is they stick with you, but they don't just stick with you, they love you. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 says, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Some people will stick with you during challenging seasons, but they tackle you instead of loving you. You're going through a challenging season. Oh, I'll stick with you. But they end up being so negative and toxic and discouraging. You ever had any friends like that? They blame you. They make fun of you. They judge you. But winning friends aren't focused on judging you. They're focused on loving you. That's what winning friends do. They stick with you. They I want to help you today. What does a winning friend look like? Are you a winning friend? They stick with you. They love you. But they don't just do that. Winning friends are there to emotionally support you during challenging seasons. The scripture says in Romans 12, verse 15, rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. And many times as what's been described as a dog eat dog world, people find themselves competing with their friends instead of supporting their friends. They're jealous of their friends' success and accomplishments instead of rejoicing with their friends' success. But let me tell you about winning friends. Man, winning friends want to see you blessed. Winning friends, when you're successful, they rejoice with you. They, they're excited for you. When God does something good in your life, a winning friend is there to celebrate you. They aren't there to try to tackle you. They're there to celebrate with you. And winning friends also mourn with their friends when life is challenging. Let me tell you what a winning friend will do. You're going through a challenging season. You're in a mourning season. They have empathy for you. They sympathize. They care. They listen to your pain, your intimate thoughts, your feelings, your struggles. That's what a winning friend does. They stick by you. They love you. They're an emotional support for you. But a winning friend also will help you carry your burdens. Galatians 6 and verse 2 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. 
That's what a winning friend will do. You know you got a winning friend when they will help you carry your heavy burden that you're facing during a challenging season. And this man was paralyzed, but he had some winning friends and they, he couldn't carry himself to where Jesus was. But their winning friend said, we will carry you to Jesus. We got your back. We'll help you carry your burden in this season. And so they carried their friend to Jesus. And let me tell you something about winning friends. Winning friends don't carry your burdens and expect something in return. Oh, we got you. We got you. We're going to take you to Jesus, but you owe us some Chick-fil-A. No, no, no. That's not what a winning friend does. A winning friend will carry your burden and help you in your time of struggle and challenges and don't expect anything in return. Winning friends, they stick with you. They love you. They're an emotional support to you, and they help you carry your burdens. Question. Do you have any winning friends in your life? Are you a winning friend to others? Let me give you the second quality. We got to understand this. So many people miss this. They're not winning in their life because they choose the wrong friends. The second quality of a winning friend is winning friends make you better. They make you better because they believe in you. These four friends, they believed that their paralyzed friend could be healed. They, they believed that he had potential to walk again. They wanted their friend to improve, so they carried their friend to Jesus. They believed in him. That's what winning friends do. Winning friends will put wind in your sails, not try to sink your ship. You gotta have some friends that believe in you. You gotta have some friends that see where you are, but they believe that God wants to do something more in your life. You don't have to stay where you are. There's more potential. A winning friend will believe in your potential. They, 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 they saw, they, I love it. They saw this paralyzed man. They saw what could be and not just what was. That's what winning friends do. That they believe in you and they make you better because they give you wise counsel. Proverbs 27 and verse 9 says, The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. So you know you got a good friend when they offer you counsel. And their counsel will sweeten your life, not sour your life. The, the counsel of a, of a good winning friend, it will sweeten your marriage not sour it. When you're going through marriage challenges, uh, a losing friend will go, mm, I don't know why y'all got married anyway. I knew they weren't no good. But go ahead and get them papers. No, 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 no. A winning friend says, you're going to make it through this. Go on back home. Go on pray through. Go on forgive. Go on talk it through. A, win a winning friend will offer you wise counsel. They sweeten your life. They'll, they'll sweeten your parenting, not sour. With that. They don't go, well, you know, I don't know why you even had kids. You're getting horrible kids. You, no matter what you do, how much you pray, them kids not changing. Them babies' kids, they don't die, they multiply. I don't know what you got yourself into. No, 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 you got the wrong friend. A, a wise friend will give you wise counsel and sweeten your life. They will sweeten your dating and your friendships, not sour it. They will sweeten your finances and career, not sour it. They will sweeten your integrity and your reputation, not sour it. Are your friends sweetening your life? Are they souring your life? I, I want to see a third way they make us better, and that is this. They make you better because they sharpen you. 
It says in Proverbs 27, verse 17, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. A winning friend will sharpen your life. You see, when you choose the right friend, you choose sharp friends that make your life sharper. Don't get a dull friend. You got to have some sharp friends that will sharpen your life. They, they motivate you. They inspire you to be better. My closest friends, that's what they do to me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very selective on my friends because I realize that I'm going to, part of winning in life will be determined by my friendships. And I thank God for my, my friends. They make me better. They, want me, they make me want to read my Bible more, want to, want to pray more. They, want, they make me want to love my wife more. They, they make me want to love and invest in my kids more. That's what winning for. They sharpen me. They, want, they make me want to handle finances in an even, even wiser way. They, they, they make me want to, want, want, want to be a, great, a better pastor and a, and a better leader. They, they sharpen my life. Wise friends and, and winning friends will sharpen your life. You know how, how else they make you better? They make you better because they will speak the truth to you in love. Let, 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 me t- let me teach you this. It's so important. A winning friend does not just tell you what you want to hear. They will tell you what you need to hear. Proverbs 27 verse 6 says, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Be careful for people to always... Winning friends will offer sincere and loving correction when needed. A more casual friend, they won't risk saying something because it might upset you. But you got to have some winning friends that will bring up issues that will help your life out so that you can continue to be better. Here's the truth about life. I've said this to you several times, but I want to say it again if you're new with this. Maybe the first time you have heard this, we all have blind spots. There's a, there's a me that I can't see, and it's same the same for you. And you got to have some friends that will help you and speak into the blind spots of your life. Even right now, I have blind spots. There's a me I can't see. The way that I'm experiencing me just may not be the way that you're experiencing me. But I hope I would have some friends if I had a big old juicy booger hanging. Just checking now, huh? That somebody would help your pastor. Like, pastor. Because friends will help your blind spots. And even when, when I look in the mirror, I still have blind spots. I, I, I have a backside that I cannot see. But let me tell you what winning friends will do. A winning friend will have your backside, and there's something that you can't see. You're about to go off a cliff in that area of your life. Hey, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't go that way. you got to stop doing that. A winning friend will speak the truth to you in love. They will have your back. They'll speak into your blind spots. But let me tell you something else about a winning friend. They'll speak into your blind spots. They'll, t- they'll help you with your issues the things you can't see, but they don't go around telling other people about your issues and your blind spots. The scripture says in Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 13, a gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. A winning friend is trustworthy. They can keep a secret. Beware of people that come to you and say, hey, 
hey, hey, hey, hey, I got to tell you a secret. Somebody told me, don't tell nobody now. It's a secret. Then why are you telling it? Winning friends, they help you not talk about you. Proverbs 16, verse 28 says, a troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. If someone will gossip to you, they will gossip about you. Watch out for friends that are tackling you. Number five is this, they make you better because they pick you up when you fall down. Ecclesiastes chapter four and verse nine, let me finish this verse. It says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. A winning friend will help you up, not trip you up. And, and, and listen, we all fall down. We all fall down. And when you have the right friends in your life, they will help you back up. I fell down several years ago. I fell into a place of just depression. I felt like a loser in life. and It was the only time that Tiffany and I actually contemplated leaving people's church. It was a church that called us and wanted to, us to come and pastor this particular church. It was in Minnesota, and I thought for about 30 seconds and said, no, I don't need negative 30 degrees. I think the Lord wants me to stay here and, fig and, and, and figure this out. We're going to have to figure this whole thing out. And, uh, but but, but, but I, what got me through that season, literally, was I had some friends that said, Herbert, you can make this. Herbert's attack of the devil. Herbert, God's with you. Herbert, God's called you. Herbert, God's anointed you. And when I had fallen down, they picked me back up. You got to have some friends when you fall down. They don't step on you. They don't dog pile on you. They help you to get back up. Let me give you the third quality of a winning friend. You got to know what a winning friend looks like. Number three is this. Winning friends keep bringing you closer to Jesus. It sounds so simple, but yet so many people miss it. You see, you see this paralyzed man, he had some friends and they said, we've heard about this Jesus, he can change your life. And so they took their friend and they got him close to Jesus. But when they got to the house, the house was packed with people. They said, we got to get them closer than this. And so they climbed on top of the roof, but we got on top of the roof and they said, we got to get them closer than this. And so they dug a hole in the roof and they can now see Jesus, but they were determined, we got to get them closer than this. I love these kind of friends. They said, we're going to get them closer. And they lowered their friend all the way down to Jesus. You got to love friends that will do whatever it takes to get you closer and closer and closer to Jesus. And understand this, your friends are either bringing you closer and closer to Jesus or pushing you further and further away from Jesus. There is no third option. Would you get your closest friends in your mind right now? Either those friends are bringing you closer and closer to Jesus or they are pushing you further and further away from Jesus. 
your friends will determine whether you win or lose in life. Your friends influence and impact your life more than you probably realize. You see, you and I become like those we hang around. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33 says, don't, do not be misled. A lot of people are misled. A lot of people think, nah, 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 it won't impact my life like the rest of everybody else. Nah, I can, I can hang out with folk that, that don't really, my best friends can be people that don't really push me towards Jesus. It's not that big of a deal. No, don't be misled. Don't be deceived. Bad company corrupts good character every single time. You can love God. You can be going on the right track. And if you become close friends with somebody on the wrong track, eventually, they'll impact your life. And you'll find yourself going on the wrong track with your values, with your morals, with your time, with your finances, with your career, with your, your life. If your friends are wild, you will eventually end up wild. If your friends are undisciplined, it's going to impact your life and you'll end up undisciplined. If your friends, they, they steal, they're, they're greedy, they're addicted, they're dishonest, they, they, they gossip, they're disloyal, they cuss and lie and get drunk, eventually you'll do the same. If your friends slack off at work, they neglect their family, they're lukewarm, they're having affairs, they're sleeping around, they're negative and hateful and mean and angry, you will end up the same. Proverbs 22 verse 24 says this, do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. Why should you not have close friends who are hot-tempered, flying off the handle? Why? Because you will eventually become like them. Bad company corrupts good character. Church, show me your three closest friends, and I'll show you your future. Show me the direction your three closest friends are going in, and I can show you the direction your life is headed in. We have to choose winning friends. I, I always teach and preach for application for life change. I don't want to just preach to your Sundays. I want to preach to your Mondays. So let me give you a little application here. Here's some application. Number one is this. Disconnect from wrong friendships that keep tackling you and dogpiling on you. Some of you are trying to win in life and you haven't identified why is it not working? Why is this area of my life not working? But if you start thinking about your friend group, they're tackling you. They're dogpiling up on your life. And you today, I want to encourage you, take the necessary steps to put some distance, to disconnect some from that wrong friendships that, that keep tackling your life. Number two, let me give you a second application. And that is this, intentionally connect with some winning friends who can help you win in 2022. It's intentional. It won't happen by accident. You have to be intentional. That's why the scripture says in Proverbs 18, verse 24, a man who has friends must himself 
Be friendly. A lot of people say, I don't have the right friends. I just can't, I just can't find none. I just, I don't know. Nobody will be my friend. No, you got to go find the right friends. Choose you some friends. And that's one of the big reasons we have small groups around here at People's Church. Our friend circle is so, so important. And when small groups launch next Sunday, matter of fact, you can get on the app on Friday. And all the small groups will have been uploaded by then. Find a small group that's right for you. Go check out two or three of them. But get in a small group with people that will encourage you to pray, encourage you to read your Bible, that will encourage you towards purity, that will encourage you to be a family man, a family woman, that will encourage you in career, that will encourage you to honor God. Find you some friends that will encourage your life and push you to be closer and closer to Jesus. Here's a, here's, here's a third. Here's a third application. For some of you, I want to encourage you to lead a small group and help others win. Lead a small group and help others win. We're all called to be disciples. And there's nothing like when you get to this place of maturity and understanding that you realize, I am called to disciple others. I'm called to help other people win. I'm called to help people to get closer and closer to Jesus. And there's nothing like it. All of our small group leaders, thank you for leading. And I believe today for 100 new small group leaders that will say, Pastor, I want to help other people win in their life. Maybe it's in the area of marriage. I want to have a marriage group and help people win. Maybe it's in, in the area of singleness. I want to help people win in, their, in, in, in this season of singleness in their life. I want to gather a group. Maybe it's in the area of sports. You can start, start a sports group. Maybe it's, it's, it's a coffee group or a parenting group or a Bible study group. Whatever your passion is, take it and use it and help people win in their life. Some people are going to win simply because you said, I'll lead. I'll lead and help others win. Here, here's what I want you to do. If you will sign up and lead a small group, or you're just interested in learning more about small groups and, and leading a small group, would you text me right now? It's super simple. Just text PC groups to 94000 and just give me your name, your phone number, and we're going to help you lead a small group and give you some more information. Matter of fact, after the last service, we're having a small group training. It's totally different from our small group rally happening this evening. A small group training happening immediately following the service where you can learn how you can lead a small group and help others win. Church, our friendships matter. Our friendships matter. Don't run the race of life by yourself and don't run with friends who are tackling you and dogpiling upon your life.